What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, and welcome to episode number 141 of the study session. It's a victory Tuesday still. Still celebrating that victory over the Cleveland Browns from this past Sunday. Be the last day we could celebrate before the work begins of getting ready for the Chicago Bears on Monday night at home in Pittsburgh. An NFC matchup for the Steelers looking to move to 5-3. and three. But again, my gratitude to you for joining me here for episode number 141. So appreciative that you're here with me today. I want to say thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Steel Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I also want to encourage you to please connect with me via email. You can hit me up at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Let's make that happen. And also want to do a plug for the other podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, the Steel City Insider. Our podcast is called the Steel City Insider Podcast. We actually just recorded this morning at 5 a.m. Yes, that rolls around pretty early. And you don't just get up at 5. You got to get up in the 4 4 a.m. range. But Jim and I recorded a great show today. Talked about the Cleveland Brown win. Check that out. It is linked in the show notes. Jim is a wealth of Pittsburgh Steelers information, having covered the team since 1995. There's the audio version of the podcast, and we have the video up on the Still Study YouTube channel, so check that out. But let's jump into it here today. Episode 141, kicking it off with today being the NFL trade deadline at 4 p.m. Earlier in the morning on Tuesday, the Steelers did, in fact, ship out Melvin Ingram to the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that it was reported were interested in Ingram early on in this process, but the Steelers were hesitant to move him, being that they are an AFC opponent. But apparently they bent, and now Ingram is a Kansas City Chief. In return, the Pittsburgh Steelers picked up a six-round pick, which a little lower than I anticipated. I thought the ceiling on Ingram would have been a fourth I thought fifth would have been expected, but at least they got something. And again, Tomlin in his press conference talked about how they want volunteers and not hostages. Ingram fell into that category. Tomlin also went on to say that's why it's so important to build your team through the draft because then they are aware of what the culture is, what's expected. When you bring somebody new into the fold who is not familiar with that culture or comfortable with it, then you have incidences like these. So Melvin Ingram, a Kansas City Chief, sure, it's maybe somewhat of a hit to the team being that they lose depth at the outside backer position, but they must feel confident in Taco Charlton, who was promoted to the 53, He now looks to be that third 
outside backer. It will be Charlton and Derek Tuska. So they're going to have to make do there. And you have to wonder if they, maybe they bring somebody in on the practice squad for the outside backer position. Trade rumors were going wild leading up to the deadline. Names such as Javon Har- Hargrave, whom the Steelers drafted several years ago and went on to sign with Philly. He was being rumored to the Steelers. Fletcher Cox, who was also with the Eagles, two D linemen. But when that four o'clock time period passed, the roster stayed the same. And Eric Ebron is still on the roster. I don't know how I feel about that, but I don't want him taking away snaps from Zach Gentry. If anything, he needs to see the field less and not more. So wrapping up the trade deadline, the roster is set. It is what it is, barring injury moving forward. Steelers got some draft capital, and the focus is going to shift to the Bears. So just thinking a bit about a bit more about the Cleveland win and the rhythm that we saw from the offense. Again, the offense didn't score a ton of points, only 15 points. But we have to remember that they played against really a, a top flight defense, both against the run and the pass. But I just want to point out again how efficient and systematic, methodical, this offense finally looked. How Roethlisberger finally looked in sync, in tune with the concepts that Matt Canada set out to implement when he was named offensive coordinator this past offseason. We're starting to see the pre-snap motions, those jet sweeps, We're starting to see these things look natural. There was one play in particular where Ben faked a toss to the left side, but then rolled out and threw a pass down the field. It looked natural. And with the reverse plays, those jet sweeps, the motions, what's going to happen is over time, teams are going to have to prepare for these concepts. Whenever they see these formations, take, for instance, that reverse. They're not only going to have to prepare for the reverse, but you can run variations of that play where instead of Claypool getting the ball, McLeod continues with it. Or... Instead of it being a running play, there's play action, and it's a pass downfield. And if anything, it freezes the defense for a moment because they're uncertain what to expect, what's to come from any particular formation from which they have seen these plays run, and it gives an advantage to the offense. So we're starting to see some of that. 
And here's the other part. With that running game, now again, Harris didn't go for over 100 yards, but he was an effective runner. He had over 90 yards, and he got the hard yards when needed. And this is with a defense who made it their exclusive duty to shut down the run. So as Harris becomes more effective, more productive, and teams are gearing up to shut down the run, think about how that's going to impact the passing attack. So again, a word that I've used all all season, the symbiosis, the symbiotic relationship of these different elements of the offense. As they start to work, it benefits other components of this team. And defensively, the talent is there. The pieces are there. They just haven't played a game where everybody put forth a stellar effort. Where all the pieces function together in unison. We still haven't seen it. We saw it somewhat this past Sunday. We saw it a lot against the Bills. But I think as time goes on, this unit's going to get better too. Because again, the talent is there. They've got the pieces. And it's going to be a better group as the season goes on. And the last thing I'll close with, and I mentioned this on yesterday's study session, that that back half of the schedule now looks a bit weakened due to injuries and just the way some of these teams have performed. But after watching the Kansas City Chiefs again last night against the New York Giants, they're not the Kansas City Chiefs team of the past that we've seen that's the juggernaut that just dominates opponents. They have issues on that offensive line. If you can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, he's shown that he is mortal. And they're hurting for pieces on defense. And I read a couple comments today after the Ingram trade that that was a stupid move, that we gave them a quality pass rusher. Here's the thing. Outside of that Buffalo game, Ingram really wasn't that productive. And he's had an injury history. Kansas City's defense flat out is just not good. So again, things are shaping up for this team. They just have to take advantage of the opportunity and capitalize. It's not going to happen for them. They've got to be consistent. They've got to play well. And they got to continue that Monday night against the Bears and get the win. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the conclusion of episode number 141 here of the study session. My gratitude to you for joining me today and being a supporter of the Still Study. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. It does mean the world to me. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. And remember, on this, let's call it a Taco Tuesday, since Melvin Ingram is gone, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, my black and gold brethren, but you most certainly are. Make it a great Tuesday and a great week. I will see you tomorrow out.